everyone, and welcome to the Cinematic Schematic, the official podcast of the Cinematropolis.com, your home to thoughtful conversations on film. Today, we are gathering together to review the film featuring the tournament that determines the limits of mortality itself via combat. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Today we are reviewing the HBO Max theatrically released Mortal Kombat, produced by James Wan, and it's uh, the directorial debut of Simon McQuaid. At least I hope that's how you say his last name. Of course, you can't have a tournament without proper guest opponents. I need to rip the spine out of someone's body, uh, which is why I'm very excited to welcome our very special guest today. I am joined by my friend Brock Lay. Brock Lay, welcome to the Cinematic Schematic. Thank you so much. I'm uh, excited to be here. You know, whenever you said, get over here, I was kind of excited. Already. Already out with the puns. Shit. I can't, I can't follow up with that. I'm going to leave. Oh, thanks for having oh, me. I'm okay. excited. Okay. Well, we had another guest, but uh, uh, I guess I guess he was turned to ash or something like that. Uh, uh, my friend, other good friend, Josh Reed. Welcome to the Cinematic Schematic. Thanks for having me, Caleb. It's a long time no see. It's good. It's good to be here. Nice to meet Barack for the first time. The for dude sure. is so jacked. I'm not to be say. confused with Barack. Brock, not to be confused with Baraka. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> that is a mm. uh, spoiler for mm. what we're getting into in a little bit. Mm. <laughs> uh, a little bit of a spoiler. He tea dies. Thing. He dies. That's the secret, guys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow, Josh, right in the first five minutes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, no, hey, hey gentlemen, it's great to have you. Uh, by the way, listeners, this is first post-pandemic recording in the studio. That's not my... My pandemic partner in crime, Lauren Weingart. So I'm super excited just to have my friends here to talk about movies that are coming out, that are new, that are fun. Uh, so anyway, uh, hopefully you'll notice a little bit uh, a difference in the production quality and the sound quality um, and uh, also with uh, the, the shit talking quality as well. <laughs> so <laughs> so if you enjoy the sound quality, please make sure to re uh, rate, review and subscribe uh, to the Cinematics Comic on your preferred podcast app. It is the best way to support the show at this time. Now, gentlemen, of course. We're going to spend a lot of time reviewing this movie, talking about the, the cinematic masterpiece of April 2021 <laughs> in a minute. But first, I had to ask the question just to break the ice for listeners so that listeners know exactly they have a better idea of who we are, what our tastes are, what kind of killing machines we would assemble to kill other people uh, and, uh, and a theoretical Mortal Kombat uh, style uh, tournament. I'm going to start with you, Josh Reed. If you were to build your own team for the Mortal Kombat tournament, and you could pick three characters, three characters from any movie, by the way, or video game or piece of pop culture, doesn't even have to be Mortal Kombat, maybe it is, if you if you choose to do so, who would you select to be on your team? I'm just gonna just announce that I'm a massive weeb, so every single character is from an anime, I'm sorry. Sorry, it's not. Uh, Anime's got a lot of powerful characters in it. It does. They're not too OP, except for one of them. One of them is like ridiculously OP. But uh, I'm gonna do Mob from Mob Psycho, who's basically a, uh, He's an he's uh he's a twelve year old boy that's housing an eldritch psychic being in his body and he can just kinda murder things from distance and then gonna do I'm watching a lot of Hunter Hunter, so I'm gonna do Going Freaks from Hunter Hunter. Very I nice. Think, yeah, I love that show. It's so good. And he's so wholesome. He'll just like he'll just like blow a hole through your belly and then apologize for it. And then uh the last one it's just there's sort of Sub Zero in there because I love Sub Zero. He's, Isn't he's he just great? Badass. He's just so badass. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can we agree, uh, around this table agree at least if there's nothing else we agree on today? Can we all agree that Sub Zero is the definitively best character in Mortal Kombat? Yeah. One okay. of the best villains I've seen in a long time. Totally. Okay. Totally. Right. See, totally. Same page somewhere. Totally. Common ground. <laughs> yeah. We're all about bringing sides together. And it's very slippery ground too. <laughs> 
it's, it's very, ground. very it's, it's melting underneath our feet, you could say. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Brock Lay, that, that we're going to turn to you. So Josh just gave us the anime powerhouse. Because to be fair, anime characters are A, super powerful. B, they get lots of cool kills. And three, they get like lots of memeable quotes. Yeah. So what did you bring today? Got to lean into the cheesiness. I, um, I try to spread mine around. And so I would think of people I would want for the actual movies and then for the video game in terms of friendships, fatalities, babalities. <laughs> so my first one is Neo from The Matrix. Oh, yeah, perfect. Uh, just the yes. powerfulness of him and just how cool his fatalities could be, like ripping out their their portal from their heads and just doing cool stuff like that. Literally could just like disassemble you at a molecular level by sticking his hand in your heart. Yes. The funniest thing is that it sounds real, like they could throw it in the game, too. That's like a great choice. That's a really good choice. Number two would be uh, 2014's Scarlett Johansson's Lucy. Oh, damn, that's a good one. So thinking of her with the telekinesis, the teleport portal powers where she could like, you know, almost use the force as if she was in Star Wars, but also think about what they're doing before they do it. She could have some cool stuff going on. Yeah. Last but not least, I think of Cyrax. I think of Noob Sabot. I think of Smoke and all of those dudes that like have the robots have the cool things coming out of their body. And if with the proper training, this person would be the best of all of them. Inspector gadget. <laughs> <laughs> he does all the things. He does all of the things. And I, I tried to think of an unassuming person. If you think of striker, no one ever wanted to use striker because he's a street cop. He's kind of boring. Yeah. But if you read about the game, he had the best combos that you could possibly use that would take away the most damage because he was so unassuming. They made him a little more, Powerful if you would get going. Yeah, a little beefier. Inspector Gadget, if he could just learn some hand-to-hand, -hand, he would have the gadget. <laughs> go, go, Gadget hands! Yes. Go, go, Gadget guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> you could, just thinking of all of the, the fun you could do with him in the video game, of course, in the movie, he would be a little out of place. But for the video game... Important important question here. Are we talking the animated Inspector Gadget, or are yeah. we talking Matthew Broderick <laughs> I imagine, Gadget? I imagine animated. Is that I, what you Animated, imagine? yes. Yeah, definitely. No, yeah. the... Uh, I'll love to Matthew Broderick, but no way in hell. Go, go, Gadget drone strike. Go, go, Gadget... I'm going to change the subject right now, because... <laughs> I, I, Guys, I need listeners to pitch us the movie, a horror movie, Inspector Gadget, with drones and also access to, like, Facebook data and everything, guys. We have a bona fide cyber horror movie on our hands right now. It's a Black Mirror episode. He just goes renegade. I still think you could you could still even cast him as Matthew Broderick, I think. But, you know, that's just my thought. Totes. Okay, Totes. okay. So I stuck with video game characters for mine. I did think really hard about movie characters. Um, and I thought, Brock, that is one very uh, impressive lineup. I would not want to fight with those. Unless I assembled a team. Uh, I'm going to provide two different teams. Uh, video games. Mass Effect. I need an assassin. I need a guy I want to have a beer with. Uh, but a guy who also will totally blow your brains out in a second. His name is Garrus. Fuck yeah. Everyone's man crush mm. from Mass Effect. Doesn't matter if you're playing a woman or male character. Everyone loves Garrus, right? So he's, he's a deadly assassin. My next one, I'm like, well, see, he's he's too grounded, though. He doesn't really have any superpowers. He's just a badass. Mm -hmm. So after weighing my options, I decided let's bring in Sephiroth because Sephiroth can literally destroy entire planets. Uh, just, yeah. you know. He killed Mario. <laughs> he did. He, <laughs> killed did, Mario. He did. The internet did declare <laughs> Mario dead. He did kill Mario on the internet. It's true. Uh, so we've got 
hyper powerful fantasy character. You've got like badass assassin. Mm. I last one I went, it's a little close, was Solid Snake, though. The reason I like him, though, is he's very tech savvy. He's uh, really good at sneaking around. He can hack into stuff. There's a little overlap with him and Garrus, but I feel like him and Garrus would actually work together really well. Totally. Uh, not to mention, uh, he's Snake's going to show up with the explosives that I don't think Garrus is going to provide either. So, uh, you know. So what you're telling me is Inspector Gadget would whoop. Every single one of y'all's asses. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. I, I think Sephiroth might have something to say about Inspector Gadget, but otherwise, yeah, probably. Okay. Unless Snake hacked Inspector Gadget, which he could do. He's got skills. He knows how to hack. You know? So, I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, my backup team was, uh, I was going to, I thought about replacing. Team. <laughs> uh, well, because I'm a Nintendo fanboy, so I was uh, mm, decided to replace Garrus with Samus, because Samus can at least get a little tiny ball and drop big old bombs on stuff. Uh, yeah, like, blow people up from the inside. That'd yeah, be crazy. See, right. I thought you were going to go Samus. I, I, I thought you were. That's, that's my B team. My okay. B team. I do love Samus, though. So and uh, I thought you were going to bring in Link. Link was, it's almost like you knew what my other <laughs> list was, because uh, I was going to swap okay. out Sephiroth for Link. Swap out What's Seth? the last one? Oh, the last one. What's the last one? What's he gonna pick? Oh no no no! The other one, I only re- I only replaced two. Oh okay okay okay. 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 So so yeah, uh, false alarm there. So it's still <laughs> so no matter what, snakes on the team. It's mostly replaced Sarah uh, Garrus and Sephiroth. So you know, I pulled out. I had Mountain from Game of Thrones, and I pulled Ooh. him out for Lucy. Damn, that's good. Man, you guys have some really. I feel like these ones would be in the fucking video game. And then Wolverine. I thought Wolverine would be a dope one because you could have so many cool friendships and yeah. fatalities and animalities. I will not say the other word because I'm educated. <laughs> what uh, other word, Brock? What are you talking about? Are you referencing it. something? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want to give anybody any ideas. <laughs> Turning into an actual Wolverine would be the most just <laughs> obvious answer for him, and it would be so silly. You know, guys, I'm really glad we didn't do the thing that the internet finds very easy to do, and that's just pick Batman. I mean, I like Batman, oh, yeah. and he's very gadget savvy. But here's mm. the thing. Batman's not like a trump card. I don't, I don't like the Batman as trump card option in fights. Batman and Mortal Kombat sounds basic as fuck. I'm just going to be real. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm in fact, sorry. I'm, I'm pretty sure that happened at some point. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So you now have uh, at least a sense of what kind of ideal Mortal Kombat teams we would put together to take to the tournament. But you were here to hear our review of the film Mortal Kombat. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump on into our review. First learned about this seven years ago on a mission in Brazil to capture a wanted fugitive. When we got there, it tore through our unit in seconds. The target has superhuman abilities. It had the same marking you do, Cole. It's a birthmark. What do you mean? He was born with it. It's not a birthmark, Cole. It means you've been chosen. Throughout history, different cultures all over the world reference a great tournament of champions. That dragon marking? I think it's an invitation to fight for something known. As Mortal Kombat. All right, so Mortal Kombat according to IMDb, is described as MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. 
Josh, I'm going to start with you on this one. Now, I'm th- throw it at Brock, though, but I know you and I, we both we, we like to do a lot of gaming, which is part of the reason I invited you onto the show today. So I just want to get, like, for, for both myself and for listeners, a, a little refresher here. Like, what exactly is your relationship with Mortal Kombat, both the, the video games and the film franchise? Well, I haven't really... I've seen parts of the film, like the original one, the first one, long time ago. I don't really remember, but the video games, I remember that being my first PlayStation game ever. And I went over to a friend's house and uh, I'm like, oh man, he's like, I'm playing this fighting game. I'm like, what is it? And it's Mortal Kombat. And then he just proceeds to whip my ass for the next 30 minutes at it. And I'm like, I'm not going to play this game ever again. Um, <laughs> and uh, I came back to it later and I played it in arcade. I'm like, okay, okay. I really enjoyed it. And then I think the last one I played was eight, which was on the Xbox. And then I just kind of went from there and I bought like the ultimate edition of 10 and I freaking loved it. And I played online. I got super salty. Uh, I got really good, but then I kind of, you know, fighting games. I don't know. I just, I don't want to spike my controller. So that's it. If you <laughs> like a video game, don't play it online. That's, yeah, that's the moral that's, of the story. That's basically what it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've always had, it's like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, not necessarily in that order, but it's like, those are the two fighting games I've always really loved. And they're just, they're just, they're just fucking fun. I'm just, I love how violent Mortal Kombat is. And I really like, uh, you know, in those later games, I think, I think it was 10, maybe the one where they added a mode where you could literally just go activate fatalities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just for, or it's uh you get like tokens and like your token, it's like, you don't even have to remember the button combinations. You like press a button and then you just like, you just like blast them with whatever characters fatality you're using. It's pay to win basically, except you, uh, oh yeah, you go through this graveyard and you have to go up to gravestones. What is it called? It's called crypt. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, it's just a weird little mini game they had in that Mortal Kombat game. I used to play it. It's a single player only thing. Okay. Super weird. It's super weird, but it's a lot of fun. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So Josh has more experience with the, the video games and the films, uh, but obviously a uh, big fan, at least of the violence, if nothing else. <laughs> it's cathartic. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree. Uh, Brock Way, could you tell me exactly a little bit about your relationship with the, the films and the video games? Caleb, you scouted this well. I have more. <laughs> experience with the movies than I do the video games. I stopped playing uh, the video games around three. Okay. Mortal Kombat three. So uh, it was uh, probably Super Nintendo PlayStation time frame. It was PlayStation time. Okay. I think they had just brought out, I think it was Cyrax. Mm. And then I stopped. I Then I became an artist of the game and would just draw the characters instead of playing because uh, I was tired of getting my ass kicked and I was like, hey, <laughs> fuck y'all, I can draw the characters. You can't. How do you like that? Why, why play the characters when I can just create better versions of them? Exactly. Uh, so I don't have much experience with the games after that. I, I remember literally just, I played them with my friends. We talked shit, we had fun, and it was a great time. So yeah. I'm sure that carried over with the other games just with better graphics. Uh, with the movies, I was the kid who watched the original Mortal Kombat in my room, in my you know underwear, fighting imaginary people around my bedroom as I then put the B-side of Mortal Kombat uh, tape, cassette tape, into my thing and played the techno version over and over again as I <laughs> rolled around my room, you know, beating the shit out of Shang Tsung. Um, Hell, yeah. <clears throat> Hell yeah. But the movies, I mean, it was a it was a big movie, you know, at the time, just for the people in it. Of course, everybody had a crush on Bridget Wilson. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Lyndon Ashby, everybody, you know, kind of knew him probably from his parents watching like Melrose Place or some shit like that. So <laughs> it was a cool movie. You had people that you recognize, but also just like bringing that grandiose violence to life through a movie and just making it fun and cheeky and just kind of just batshit crazy. It just, I don't know. I always uh, geared towards the movies more so than video games and really any 
any genre in any movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did all their own choreography too, didn't they? I thought I thought the actors actually did their like the For the most on part, I, yeah. I know like I read like Lyndon Ashby trained for a long time, but you can see in some areas where it's a I mean, of course, when he's fighting Scorpion, there's no way in hell he could do yeah. that yeah. that kip up with the, <laughs> with the Yeah, right. But uh Bridget Wilson did all of her own fighting. I do mm. know that. So I mean, she like legit just went all out for it. And I mean it showed she had some cool, you know, when her fight with Kano, it's not the most technical, but you could tell it's pretty cool and that they were going all out. Love it. I mean, just thinking here too, Brock, like, did you also watch Annihilation, the sequel that has the infamous tagline of Annihilate All Expectations? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, even I think as a 12 or 13 year old reading the tagline, I was like, fuck that. Um, I will, <laughs> I will not watch that. No, I've never seen Annihilation. I don't know if that takes me out of the expertise uh, no. portion of this. <laughs> no, you're okay. Does not. Of this podcast, but. I wanted to preserve any love I had for uh, the Mortal Kombat uh. series. I mean, if you look at the original, it's not it's not a fantastic movie by any stretch of the imagination, but it's fun, and I knew that Annihilation was neither. I agree. I, I you know, Brock, you and I are are, are pretty close here. I, I do. I have played more of the games. Mm-hmm. I but the thing is, I'm a very casual player of the games like I, I would do a thing where I would like rent them like when I was in college and still yeah. like rented games I'd like go and rent them and yeah. for like two two days and we just would play the shit out of it for you mm-hmm. know a weekend or something and then I'd take it back and probably not think about it until right. Mortal Kombat 9 came out and then 10. <laughs> During the playing of one game I did punch my friend in the face. Uh, we were at a sleepover fourth grade fourth and uh, there's some hot action going on on the screen. My, a couple of my buddies are whooping each other's ass and this fucker laying down in front of me Kept raising his hand, blocking my view. And I was like, bro, you got to put your fucking hand down. I can't, I can't see the ass whooping that's currently (laughs) happening. And he did it again. So, uh, being the gentleman and the peacemaker that I am, I wrapped my fist in a pillow (laughs) and punched the fuck out of his face with a pillow though. It was very nice of you. Very thoughtful. Broke his glasses. But there was no damn. blood. So damn, I whooped someone's ass, but I didn't get in trouble for it because there was no visible markings because of the pill. Just those glasses, just broke. They just that was calculated. Just <laughs> yeah, that was the <laughs> first and last fight I have ever been in. Oh, and he won. And I won. And he won. You should see the other guy. Und- undefeated record. <laughs> he wins day. world combat. He still, he, <laughs> still, he still carries the emotional scars. I'm that sure. A, that was a pillow tality. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just wrecked that. You wrecked that kid's <laughs> life with a fucking pillow, man. That was my fatality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put that motherfucker to sleep with a pillow. You know. Time and then he smacked him with the pillow. I don't know if you still talk to this person, but I'm sure that they probably every day think, "My goddamn guy broke my I glasses." Uh, his name was also Brock, so there could only I be one. Not only whooped his ass, but Supreme Brock of that sleepover. You won. That was the I one won. and only Brock fight. That was the one. That was it, and he won it. You know, you mentioned that Josh. There was recently, according to Twitter, an epic fight of the Joshes in some field in Nebraska that I heard about. How did that nine-year-old kid win? I. Hey man, he's he's quick, he's nimble, he can hide, he can crouch. Yep. No one saw him coming. Okay, I am uh, reversing my my third pick. I'm taking out Inspector Gadget. I am taking the winner of the Josh fight. Little, it's Little Josh. That's his little name. Josh, little Josh, my third member of the Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Little Josh wins. Not to be mistaken with Josh at the table. At the table, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't need to participate. Did you, didn't you get knocked out first round in the Josh fight? Well. Uh, I didn't go because uh, I got I got nuts and I don't have to flex them. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I th- this is a really great YouTube video. It's uh, this guy screaming about bowling and he says, uh, "Who do you think you are? I am." <laughs> oh, there we go. Yep. That's so all, that's all I have to say. I have also seen the original movie. I 
recently rewatched it to prep for this podcast. It was mm-hmm. probably the first time I'd watched that movie in 15 years. Not an exaggeration. And uh, yeah, Brock, I shared the sentiment. It's super fun, super mm-hmm. cheesy. Like I love the acting. I love the fatalities. Uh, like it's just a fun movie. It's well, just they, a fun movie. You know, they expand on Scorpion's dialogue. You know, get over here. Of course, is iconic. But at one point, Lyndon Ashby, Johnny Cage, jumps up on a fucking platform, and Scorpion's like, "Get down here!" And it's like <laughs> they like went. But a little further, yeah, they're mm-hmm. like, what else can this dude say? Like, <laughs> also, they turned, I, I will say, again, this is not necessarily a critique of the movie per se, but the critique as a fan of the characters, you know, the very in-depth, thoughtful mm-hmm. characters mm-hmm. of uh, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and Reptile. Very three-dimensional. They, they, they turned them all into, like, sort of minions in the, the Mortal Kombat, but it's still cool. It's, you still got to see them do the cool mm. thing. Um, I will say that they fleshed them out a little bit better and. uh <laughs> The, the the series yes Mortal Kombat yeah. Legacy, Legacy. So, yes yes, yes. Mm. which uh, I only watched the first season I did I failed to catch the second one which I'm kind of bummed about because I'm a huge Casper Van Dien fan oh, like Casper Van Dien, so you good. know Starship Troopers for life so when I realized he was in the second season I was like damn I missed out on a golden opportunity yeah I mean it's still on the internet you can still find uh, it I hope there's just a weird cast like you have Jerry Ryan who mm-hmm. I think what she was in Star Trek yes. So it's kind of weird seeing her as like old Sonya Blade, but I don't know. It doesn't really work. But then you have mm. Michael Jai White, who's also Amazing, old as right? fuck. But then you're like, damn, Michael Jai White's, you know, I could watch this shit all day. So yeah. it's kind of like, I don't know, kind of pick your poison, who you like. But they really fleshed out the characters a little more because it's a 10-minute episodes, mm-hmm. 10 to 12. So they focus each episode on a character or two episodes and kind of fleshes them out a little more. And I'm sure the second season probably got into a little more of the tournament aspect of it. But uh, I'll take, I'll take... Mortal Kombat Legacy over Mortal Kombat Annihilation any day. And I've never any seen day. that fucking movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you brought that up, Brock, because I too have watched Mortal Kombat Legacy. <laughs> I think I've only seen the first season. I don't know if I ever got to season two. Now, listeners, what is Mortal Kombat Legacy? No, it's not a sequel to Annihilation. It is. Fun fact, and it, it does relate to this movie, believe it or not. In 2010, uh, there was, oh goodness, I wish I had his name. The director of the Legacy series had created a, I think he self-bankroll that he created a proof of concept for what a Mortal Kombat movie could look look like, pitched it in 2010, and Warner Brothers is like, that's interesting. Uh, let's do a movie. While you're working on the movie, what if we did like a web series in the meantime? And out of that came Mortal Kombat Legacy. Now, if you guys remember, this is around the 2010, 2011, 2012, think Dark Knight. So at the time, it was like, oh, edgy. We got to make it like dark and brutal and realistic and stuff. And I don't think that worked for everything, but for Mortal Kombat Legacy, I think it super worked because they were actually able to sort of thread and like motive, like create motivations for all these characters for why they would be in the in the tournament in the first place. Kind of gave every every episode was sort of like a, an origin story for each character. You yeah. even get a really cool Sub Zero mm. uh, Scorpion fight, and it. it's great. It's great. Check it out. It's on the internet somewhere. I'll, I'll make sure to link it in the show notes. Kevin Tancheron. I'm. Probably butchering the last name of the director, Kevin Tancheron. Mm-hmm. But that also the main uh, Shang Tsung from the original Mortal Kombat was in yeah. the, was in the TV series, which is pretty dope because he obviously loved that character and loved playing that, so he decided to come back and uh, whoop some more ass. Yeah, no, it it, it, it was a good carryover, and it, it really felt like oh my gosh, we're gonna get a really awesome Mortal Kombat movie. The idea I think was that the series was setting up an eventual movie. Tragically, uh, I don't know exactly what the reason was. I, I did some digging on to see if I could find, but I would assume it's creative differences. That director uh, and Warner Brothers were butting heads, so he quit and left the project. 
And at that point in time, they basically, Warner Brothers was like, crap, well, we, we've already sunk some money into this. Obviously, we think there's some value there. Uh, what if we give this uh, to James Wan, who has been very successful via The Conjuring and all the horror movies, more recently Aquaman. Uh, so this film was birthed, is, is a 10 plus year evolution of Mortal Kombat legacy. And that, that idea of like, what if we made it more modern, a little more realistic, uh, quote unquote, real, yeah. quote unquote yeah. realistic, but <laughs> right, right. Uh, edgier, you know, what if we could make uh, uh, hyper violent movies? So uh, yeah, Brock, that's, um, that's a good, I'm really glad you brought up the legacy series. Again, uh, listener linked in the show notes. Brock, I know you did your homework on legacy. Anything else you want to add about that particular series? No, it's just cool that from that, this new one was, was birthed from that idea. Um, and you think of James Wan taking over, it's a perfect person. He's, you know, around our age, he's a young guy. He grew up on horror movies. He grew up on Mortal Kombat, the original one. So whenever he's doing this, you know, he's doing it from a place of love, not from a place of his wallet. He like really probably is invested in this, thinks about his childhood. I think about me running around my room, like I said, you know, in my underwear, kicking imaginary people. Like you just think about that feeling and how that can change like a young kid's life, not just like having fun, but like some kids probably got into martial arts from this or doing something that like really boosted their confidence into how they wanted to portray themselves and have that, have that arcana, have that power, you know? So it's just, it's pretty cool that something as small as 10 minute episodes can, you know, transition into an actual movie that is on HBO and is in theaters and that is like being well received. So it's just, I don't know. It's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Very cool. So ladies and gentlemen, we've talked a lot around the subject. Let's actually get into what we thought of Mortal Kombat 2021. Josh, would you uh, do the honors of starting us off on this particular thing? What did you think of Mortal Kombat? I thought it was a fucking blast. I honestly haven't seen a movie that fun in a long time. Um, with everything kind of going on lately, it was just really nice just kind of sit back and just like watch like just the most ridiculous shit happen on screen. And like Alex would be in the other room and I would just, she would hear me shin like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then like, and just like, Alice, you have to come in here and look at this. Look how cool this looks. It's just like the video game. And she'd like rush in. She'd be like, okay, yeah, that's great, honey. And then she just kind of walk off. But it's totally worth every single minute of it. Um, I loved – also, I don't know if you guys – like, do you guys think they use like a good mixture? They use practical effects in that movie, didn't they? It definitely looked like the, the fight scenes looked like they did as much as they could realistically. I mean, obviously you have all the fantasy elements that were hyper, you know, CG uh, effects. But like, uh, I think the fights were actually legit real people. You yeah. Know? Totally, and, yeah. and something I thought was that like real snow because it looked like they're throwing like actual snowballs at the car and like the the restaurant there. Oh yeah, at, yeah, and, like, yeah. Did it all that cool stuff? Uh, sorry, it might have been kind of spoilery, but um, let's see. There's snow at a restaurant in this movie. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's snow cones. Jesus, obviously, spoiler. Yeah, I know. Um, no, I I really loved it. Uh, I loved just kind of the CG was definitely good. Um, sometimes I'm just like. I looked a little cheap or whatever, but it really kind of brought me into the movie and really kind of remind me of the video game in a lot of ways. And I think they definitely achieved that on like a lot of the scenes. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would agree because that's sort of, I don't know, you could play it both ways. Cause for me, the, any of the VFX that maybe didn't look great kind of reminded me of like video gamey elements. Yeah. And that's kind of part of the charm. Right. I'm not saying that's necessarily means they're good visual effects. I'm just saying it, it, it I'll, I will totally give it a pass. Cause I'm like, yeah, it's just like the video game. Yeah. You know? And yeah, they kind of added to the camp. It had a little bit of camp in there too, sometimes and like a little bit of cheese and it didn't take itself totally seriously all the time. And I think just like the special effects kind of give me that. 
I had seen some clips of the original Mortal Kombat and just like, oh my God, it's like, it's like Escape from LA and just like that kind of just like real grainy, like kind of, and uh, just not taking itself seriously. I think that's kind of like a, the big thing that drew me in. And so like it knew how ridiculous it was being, but it just kept going. It's just like, you're, you're in this ride. You're not getting off the ride until it's over. I mean, even down to the 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 inserts of every, just like the original movie, every catchphrase they could work yeah. in, they totally did. Uh, I mean, well, we won't spoil it, but there's some great uses we'll talk about in the spoiler definitely, section. Definitely, definitely. Um, so Josh is very pro Mortal Kombat. Brock Lay, what did you think of Mortal Kombat? I also loved it. Whenever you think of Mortal Kombat and people are like, oh, like, <clears throat> I didn't like it. It wasn't this. It wasn't that. Like, it's a movie about a four-armed man and a girl with, like, sharp teeth who has wings like fighting each other. Like you have to take it for face value. You have to take it for what it is. Yes. And I fucking loved it. It's a, I watched it twice in the, in the span of a day just to take it all in and see things that I had missed. Like it's a really fucking cool movie. And like you said, like the, the CGI stuff, like the fights in mortal Kombat, the original, if, if you watch it now, I watched it recently. They look choreographed. You can tell like they look mm-hmm. very like your turn, my turn, your turn, yeah, my turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this one, like I know they're, essentially choreographed because they have to be, but like they look fluid. They look like mm-hmm. everything is going at the same time. And like, nobody's waiting on someone else's turn to, you know, get punched in the face. Like it was pretty dope. And we've talked about it before. Sub-Zero is the baddest motherfucker yes. that I have seen since T2. Hell yeah. Since the T-1000, Robert Patrick. Um, he is an unstoppable force that has zero fucking emotion as, you know, whenever he, in the original, in the first fight of the first seven minutes of the movie, all the way up to the end, like he never changes what his goal is. And that's to kill that bloodline. Murder. Mm-hmm. Murder. Well, and Murder. I, I love how they actually drummed up the, the, the backstory between the, the rivalry between Scorpion and Sub-Zero. That's something that has existed in the games for a while, mm-hmm. exists in legacy. Uh, but they were really, I thought they, the way they, they added a lot of uh, stakes to it um, again, without being too detailed in the spoilers, but it, it really, I think it added enough, like, it's like a, a fun, playful rival. You're just waiting to see who's going to strike next. You well, know, and I'm glad they do. did that because that, if they wouldn't have had that, like having that as like a main kind of central storyline, if they just would have had it, which I can get to in a second, if they wouldn't have had that, then I would have lost a lot of connection to the movie. It definitely would have felt aimless. It would have. It would have been it aimless been, because yeah, Behan trying to trying to get Scorpion the entire movie, his bloodline. That's like his goal is to wipe out that clan from the very beginning. And so Sub-Zero's dope. So my top three favorite characters are, of course, Sub-Zero, Kano, who Kano is my favorite fucking person in Mortal Kombat (laughs) since I was eight, nine years old. It's always been Kano. It still is. He's a badass. He's funny. He brings such good humor to this movie that's Mm -hmm. unlike the original Mortal Kombat. The original Mortal Kombat's cheesy and fucking just kind of like cringy whenever you think about the dialogue. (laughs) But in this, like... They ad-libbed a lot of it. All of his stuff is so damn funny. Like just little touches. Like when Liu Kang makes the door appear out of nowhere, he's like, "Oh, he's like, all right, all right, I'll give you that one." Like just like, li- <laughs> but he says it like in the background where it's like not even supposed to be heard. Um, I I'm uh, 80 years old and I watch all of my movies with uh, caps, like, you know, just so I can <laughs> make sure that I don't miss anything. No, you gotta, you gotta so catch every important. piece of the script, you know. Uh, I'm just I, used to anime. So. Well, I have kids, so like all my movies I watch at like 11 on like 
how high my volume goes. Oh, I see. <laughs> so, trying to sneak a movie. Trying in to sneak like, a movie in. I don't want anybody. They can't read. The, they can't read that. They can't text read. On the yeah. yeah. So, um, so it's Kano, and then my third one is uh, Cabal. I thought Cabal was a great addition to this movie. Uh, with the backstory with Kano, you kind of get a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a black dragon with Kano. You know, he said Kano put him in the iron lung. The backstory of that. You know, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. different. You know variations of the story. Kano was either helping him or hurting him in order which one you read. Uh, but the character development in this was way better <clears throat> in certain areas. Um, again, I can get into some other characters that I wasn't a fan of. Uh, on the dislike portion, if we go that far, I fucking hated Liu Kang. I'll say that. Okay, okay. So Liu Kang, not, not a fan of Liu Kang. Uh, why? Like, uh, like, elaborate here for us. It's just, I don't feel like he did anything. I feel like he was kind of a whiner. Like, who was it? Uh, Robin Shao in the first one. Like, that dude, like... And but I think I think I just hold on to the original Mortal Kombat Luke Kane because he was central to the storyline in that one. He was yeah. the main character, and so I just I think I put that on the pedestal because he was the main character. And in this new one, this Luke Kane is just I mean he does get the we're gonna test your might. He gets that line. They gave him that, and that's all they gave him. Do you feel like they made him a main character just because he was in the original movie as a main character? Because I also felt he like he was kind of useless. In Shoot this movie. him. I mean he doesn't get any cool fights. Like he he fights. Uh, Melina, I think that's like the only cool fight. He yeah, gets. that's all right. Um, or is it? No, it's not. Malina. I forget who he fights, but he doesn't get a cool one. And he, he does. Oh, he fights Cabal. That's who it is. And he does the bicycle kick and he does that. But it's just like, other has, than that, it's just. He has no personality. He has no it's personality. Just like, he just he feels like a cardboard cutout of a Mortal Kombat character. And it's like, they got a guy who is super jacked. And yeah. that's. Cool. Well, like, like even Kung Lao, who I never really Kung thought of it. Lao was a fucking he was, monster. He was in this awesome movie. in this movie, and he had lots of personality. Yeah. He had quips. He had personality. Yeah, no, I, I, Brock, you know, I think there's something to that. Kung Lao reminded me of the Element guys from Big Trouble in Little China in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And like I, big dick energy. <laughs> got this, you know, has the hat. The way he uses it, the way he even like. The way he even puts it on and like he rotates it to put the strap on and then slings his fingers across yeah. it. Like the dude just oozes charisma in this movie. And then oh, you yeah. have Liu Kang who takes a more of a central storyline. You're like, dude, you're kind of a baby. And like you just like you're really boring, but fuck, give me, give me more Kung Pao inside joke from the movie. Give me more <laughs> Kung Lao all day, every day. That dude was a fucking monster. Yeah. And 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 on you mentioned Big Trouble Little China. I thought Kung Lao in the original um in the original one definitely reminded me of uh, Kurt Russell in Big Trouble Little China. Just like jacked as shit with like a tiny little tank top on and just like all this choreography and you got none of that. Yeah. And you got none of that that cool stuff that kind of made me just like, I'll watch this. I like I like I like how they got this guy. I like his aura. He's got he's, he does yeah. have a big dick aura. I, I slaps I, everyone with it. <laughs> I I also uh, liked uh, I did like Scorpion a lot. I'm a really big fan of the actor. I'm gonna make sure I say this correctly. It's uh, Hilo uh, Hiloyuki Sonata. He's a very famous Japanese actor. Uh, he uh, was recently in one entire scene of uh, Avengers Endgame. He's the guy that Hawkeye kills at the beginning. And, or oh, sorry, spoilers. Hawkeye kills the Japanese guy in the middle <sighs> of the movie. Uh, what a way to take away someone's credibility. He got killed by Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> It's true though. It's, uh, no, but he's uh, oh, man. Shots he's, fired. He's, he's good. He, he was in the Wolverine. He got beat by Wolverine and the okay. Wolverine. So there's that. Uh, he's a char- mm. he's got a he's got a really interesting character on the television show Lost. It, 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 chances are, if it's if you've seen a movie featuring several Japanese actors, he's an Amer- that's an American made movie. He's probably in it somewhere. Um, so really like what uh, just bring him in, and he actually does his own stunts, and it looked really good uh, when he showed up. Of course, you mentioned 
Um, Sub-Zero is great. Um, I got to say, Sonya and even even Jax in this movie, um, you know, not like I don't dislike them, but I feel like we didn't reach the full potential. At least Sonya did at least get a couple of really cool fights. I felt yeah. like Jax, he got a couple of cool moments. He got his, he got his fatality in, which he, was pretty cool, against uh, General Revis or yep. Rico, General Rico. Sorry, was he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, same Rico. difference. I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, so I also found uh, Raiden to be pretty pointless in this movie. Basically, it felt I, very boring. Yeah, he didn't even do like the fly you lightning thing. Where he I like know. screams and he just like flies across the screen. Yeah. So like, I mean, I was a little disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> like his iconic anything iconic that Raiden does. Like, just a, he has light. He does do the lightning fingers, lightning eyes mm-hmm. thing. But I mean, doesn't use it to kill people or yeah. anything. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I mean, you Who know, I thought Christopher Lambert would have been more convincing Raiden than in, Oh my God. <laughs> okay. That's a, biz- that's a whole other conversation. That's yeah. the bizarrest. That was the one thing I want to rewatch. I was like, Holy crap. This would a, this casting choice would never get done today. Nope. Uh, yes. and B I was like, what a bizarre casting choice because the one thing I actually think was awesome is they actually, the casting in that movie actually was very representative of, of a variety of yeah. groups, just like the games, except for that character. So, <laughs> yeah. <they're> like, <laughs> we only have Bridget Wilson and who else can we get in this to actually pull credibility? Like, Oh shit. Christopher Lambert uh, needs a new house in <laughs> and Damn. he's willing to take this role. But I mean, even like his role in the original, like, He's more of comic relief. Like he talks about the earth being in their hands and he's like, ha 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 ha. Sorry. Like, <laughs> he has moments where he laughs and he has to say, sorry. He, he does it multiple times through the movie. And that's parts of the original mortal Kombat that I'm just like, that takes me completely. So out. watch yeah. it on mute. Is that what you're telling me? Watch it with 11 with the capsule. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the capsule no. So with the, 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 the original, <laughs> the original mortal Kombat, the, the new one, though, the new we, one. No, no, no Christopher Lambert. No, 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 he's not in the new one, but um, so yeah, I would say like character wise, uh, Brock just to kind of echo what you're saying. I think that would be sort of like where I land on most of the characters, but I, overall I would say it's more hits than misses. Okay. So here's one thing overall. I, I will say I really enjoyed this movie. We all know what we're signing. I mean, that's the thing. People who are, and there are a lot of critics out there who are saying, like, Mortal Kombat's trash. Do you know what you're watching? Like, do you know what you're signing up for when you watch a Mortal Kombat movie? If it's not your cup of tea, that's totally cool. And I think most of the critics that I tend to follow have said it's not my thing, but I'm glad people are enjoying it. I thought this movie was awesome. This is what I signed up for. It's super fun. The fatalities are cool. Like you said, Josh, most of the practical effects were really well done. So I'm not going to like repeat what we already said. Um, what I will say, my biggest sort of criticism towards the movie, and we're going to talk more about this in spoilers, mm-hmm. is probably that the whole movie is actually feels like a prologue yes. to the real movie. Yeah, that's what it's I wanted mortal to touch on Mortal training. Too. I mean. Uh, mortal exposition. Yeah. So it's just like. <laughs> mortals, mortals assemble. Because I watched this at home. I don't do this in the movie theater. In fact, I would consider this blasphemous the movie theater, and it's only because I watched this on HBO Max. I paused it to go to the bathroom to refill the water uh, for 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 my my beautiful uh, pandemic partner in crime, Lauren. And I I paused it and was like, "Wow, there's only 25 minutes left in this movie." Yep. And we haven't really gotten to what feels like yep. the whole point of the movie. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I need more combat with a K. Where the fuck is all the combat? I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Why are we still talking and standing around and fucking slapping people around? Is no, there need there need to be more. That's yeah. that. I'll, well, and the fact that the, 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 there's not a they talk about the tournament, but the, what, again, we'll talk yes, about more okay, spoilers. Okay. But yes, I, like um, I, I definitely feel like again, as a fan of this, I really enjoyed it. I want to see like 
three more sequels. Yeah, I yeah, want to see definitely. spinoff. Like, I'm all here for I'll, all of it. I will go to the theaters to watch this. Totally. Sequels. Oh, yeah, no, no, no totally. I bet, see, that's the other thing. On the big screen, I think I would have liked it even more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so at the end of the day, I, this is, I think this movie's great for what it is. Yep. If you are not into Mortal Kombat, the, the premise or the video games, or you don't like really dumb, silly, violent action movies, it's not going to be for you. Don't even bother. You're going to hate it. But if any of those things I just described are of any interest to you, I think Mortal Kombat's got plenty to offer, and I think you're going to have a great time. Um, I would just say that it falls victim to what a lot of studio franchise films are right now, which mm-hmm. is like, we got to plan out five movies, and then we do the first one, which like, wait, guys, you forgot to make the best first movie possible. Yeah. You know, you were so focused on setting up like all the spinoffs yeah. and stuff uh, rather than just making a great first movie. Again, I do think it's very good. I don't think it's bad, but I just... It definitely feels like kind of hampered by we want to make tons of spinoffs and sequels to this. It's like they gave you the first third of the full Mortal Kombat movie. Yes. And that's lame. It yeah. was just them <laughs> finding their arcana. Like, like, what's your power? What am I going to find? And that was neat. I thought that was cool. It was but neat, but then like, once yeah. they found them all, they were like, all right, let's whoop some ass and before the tournament. Before cool. the tournament, cool, yeah. Cool, so you have yours? Okay, perfect. Check that off. Okay, so do you have yours yet? Okay, yeah. No. That's what okay, it felt now like. Now you do. Okay, like, check it off. Yeah, yeah. Check, check it. Check who's going to find it. theirs and what is it going to be? Yeah. Yep, yep, okay. yep, yep. Here's the big question for you. I think it sounds like we're all pretty positive on the film. Um, and Brock, I'll start with you on this one. Do you think it was worth it to bring this f- franchise back from the outer world or outworld of the Hollywood development hell it's been in for like basically 10 years? No, I do. Um, you know, like I said, you can get into the the nitpicks. Uh, overall, it was a fantastic movie. I'm happy that it was made. It brought back memories of when I was a kid playing the game, watching the movie. It, um, I think anybody that sees Sub-Zero and Scorpion fight just has this like, almost like an itch scratched. It's just like such like a, a pleasing thing that you're just Definitely. like, my goodness, like yeah. you guys are one of the coolest, you know, tandems in you know movies or video game history like everybody wanted to fight with them everybody wanted to use their fatalities and their powers and so to see them do that's really cool and that's why i'm glad the movie was central on their feud Mm -hmm. because um they decided to bring in cole young Mm -hmm. which could be divisive but i was not a fan i was i was i was 50 50 because i'm with you because so Cole Young, of course, is the ancestor of Scorpion. I don't think that's a spoiler. It's no. The, it's in the premise. But you're right, though, it, because that frames the movie as... It frames the movie around him, but mm-hmm. he, he has he has the marking for the tournament. Yes. And this motherfucker is a human punching bag in a low-rent MMA gym. <sighs> All he is paid to do is get his ass whooped because he can't beat anybody. And this is the person that you're hinging... <sighs> your bloodline on and it's so fucking stupid because when he finally gets his arcana which i'm not gonna lie it's pretty dope it comes from the bracelet of his daughter and it creates this super cool metal shirt on him that he like has you know some baraka blades come out of but where his scar of the dragon tattoo is on his chest it's still there in the fucking metal mm-hmm. and it's so essentially you're branding this person with the mortal Kombat symbol which in my mind makes him more important than any, any other character who, why doesn't Jax have it on his cool arms? Why, you know, why isn't it present on other people? Mm-hmm. And I just, I liken it to a, like a school mascot. And this motherfucker's doing double backflips and dunking the basketball. And then some other, you know, low rent person come in and can just do a somersault. And they're like, fuck yeah, dude, you're the new mascot. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, dude, I've been doing double backflip dunkings for years why does this dude and they're like well we're trying to go in a different direction but that doesn't mean it's a good direction so one cole young 
Fuck him. Two, <laughs> Goro. Yeah, okay. He has never got his due. No. First movie, he gets punched in the dick by Johnny Cage, pushed off a cliff. He falls off a cliff. <laughs> I forgot about that until I rewatched yeah. it. What yeah. an anticlimactic so, death. His fight is two minutes. In this one, they give him, they, you know, they He's expensive to animate, okay? Come, he, come some okay, I will say minutes. that's the one time. I will say that was the one time. Sorry, Brock, I mean to No, 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 no. Um, Goro was the one time I actually really noticed the visual. Like, the, I, I was like, oh, he's fighting a giant CGI monster. Yes. Um, that was the one time. Side note, which is really cool. So, James Wan did this movie, and I was like looking up. I was like, you know, I like looking up shit on IMDb. Goro is voiced by Angus Sampson, who was in the Insidious movies as Tucker. Ooh. James Wan connection. James Wan produced Mortal Kombat. He's like, where can I put in Angus Sampson? He's kind of, you know, he doesn't, he's not super athletic. So what can I do? Let's put him on a CGI monster and just let him talk like him. Mm -hmm. I love Um, that. So that's really my only gripes is, you know, Goro getting his ass kicked in five minutes by a a MMA fighter who can't fight. And Cole Young being an MMA fighter who can't fight. And he's your main character. He felt like a self-insert. You guys like familiar with like the harem shit where it's just like oh yeah this guy gets all the attention from the girls so you can like self-insert that's basically yeah. like you're supposed to self-insert into this very white bread yes dude yeah i mean it's like lincoln zelda right like yeah, he's a, he's no, yeah. no personality so you can project yourself into you that just role, made right? like yeah so exactly. noises in like through the whole movie and it's like okay, yeah, you cool, never have it. an emotional i get it i i emotionally connected more with kano or even like yeah cabal or just like just random side characters uh yeah shit kung lao that motherfucker i <laughs> I'm like, maybe I like Kung Lao more than anybody else in this game. Hey, listen, listen, Kung Lao though, he he's great because he's got the like, why am I even dealing with these idiots the whole time? He's yep. great. He's great. I okay, so here's what I will say about Cole Young. I agree with you, Brock, um, that he's boring and worthless and such a I really hate him as a main character. He does get a cool power. Here's why it half works. Goes back to what we were saying earlier. Change my mind. No, I'm not going to change your mind because I don't think it fully works because I still think that at the end of the day, I don't like that character and I don't really care to see him as the main character in future movies. But it works enough because he is what connects the Scorpion's story. <laughs> it only works because technically he's related to Scorpion. Do you think Literally Scorpion's, that. Do you Literally think Scorpion's that. disappointed okay. when he comes back and see that he has like a little MMA fighter as like his ancestor? He's like, wow, how watered down has my bloodline become? Like, you're it? Okay. Maybe I, I, I sat in hell for <laughs> that millennia just so I could see get your ass kicked. But that's the thing too. That's why he came. He can't hell. fight <laughs> any person without help. Yeah, I w- he did fight millennia, and he couldn't. Uh, and he couldn't fucking beat her okay. until Sonya comes back wonder, and finds her arcana and blasts the shit out of her. He never defeats any person by himself. He hardly has any lines. When he does talk, it is it adds nothing to the story. It adds nothing. Nothing. He's basically there to be like, yeah. Yeah, and then all the other characters are like, we're going to do this, and he's just like, okay. And then he and then he shows up, and then all the other characters have all this personality, and it it feels like we he is basically a chair with wheels that we were getting pushed around in the entire movie, just being shown, look at, all, look at this cool character, and then he pushes you around, and he's like, look at this cool character. And I just, I, I could have done without him completely, and just had like nothing but side characters. Like, why, mm-hmm. did, why did we need a protagonist like him? We can keep ranting, but before we do... <laughs> Let us give this movie a letter grade, and then we will continue the the ranting about okay. how much we hate the protagonist <laughs> okay. in the spoiler section. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so again, just, classic A to F, um, a, except for there's no E, because for whatever reason in school, there's no E rating. Uh, 
I guess. That's how the alphabet works, Caleb. Not not when you go to school in America, apparently. I don't know how that I don't know how that Wait, works. E's in the alphabet? E for effort. Oh, e for effort. E for effort. We're talking about video you games. E. Oh, that actually might be the, the 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 best rating you can give Mortal Kombat uh, to, to insult it. E for everyone. Mortal Kombat's <laughs> not for everyone. Come on. Uh, Brock, I'll, I'll start with you on this. Uh, what letter grade would you give uh the this Mortal Kombat movie? Brothers. I'm gonna give it a B minus. Because it is not what was promised to me. And uh, fuck Cole Young. <laughs> More on that in the spoilers. But those are those are very fair criticisms. Uh, so you said B, B minus? B minus, yeah. B minus, okay. Which is fair. Which yeah, is no, fair. I think it's totally fair. I think it's totally fair. And I loved it. But it was a B minus. Okay, all right. Josh? I I was going to give it a high B because I, I was not yet on the tr- – I was not yet on – I hadn't. I forgot. I forgot about him. That's how forgettable that character is. I'm gonna give it a B. I'm gonna give it a B. <laughs> you gonna give it a B? I'm gonna okay. give it a B because it's like you know. And just if I'm being real, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be minus about it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so having seen none of really seen any of the Mortal Kombat movies, I had no expectations going in other than like you know I'm gonna drink a beer. I'm gonna watch this. I have not gotten to relax in a while, and I was very entertained throughout. And as much as I dislike that character. There were other characters in the movie, which kind of like brought it out for me. And then the fights and stuff when there were fights. Yeah. So. I mean, I mean, and there were, there were, the fights were really good. Yeah. The yes. fights so, were incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There was some exposition you had to get through, but they were great. Um, yeah. I would, I, I'm going to go lower than both of you guys, but I think, I think a, the B range is very fair. I'm going to say C plus. And it really just comes down to what Brock said. I mean, not only is the protagonist weak sauce, weaker than weak sauce, but guys, I showed up, to watch a tournament. <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> I just got like bait and switched a little bit. Uh, Cause they even talk about it a bunch in the movie. Yeah. Um, that said, that said, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure when there's all 10 of them out, it'll feel justified. But unfortunately that doesn't mean this is a good movie. That just means that it's a good chapter and a better saga, assuming that actually ever happens. Um, so C, C plus, C plus. Cause I had so much fun. I had, yeah. I had a great time with the fights. I loved all the character. Well, most of the characters, except for the, <laughs> most of the characters, but, but like, like even the, the shitty characters, it was cool just to see like the over the top, fantastical martial arts fights, Yes, you know, even if they were average martial arts fight, it was yes. still kind of cool, you know? Um, so yeah, for that, I give it a C plus. I think it's, I think if you, again, as I said earlier, if you have any interest in, all the things this movie is about, I think you should check it out. Definitely. Would you have another recommendation to listeners who say enjoyed Mortal Kombat, a different movie? Uh, Bloodsport, so you can watch an actual tournament unfold. There we go. Okay, there we go. Just we can pretend it's actually the same series too, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then pair it. You can pair this movie. Just anytime there is a fight scene, just mute it and put on the original techno version of the Mortal Kombat song. <laughs> yes. Because in the original one, if you're in the theater, I was in the theater, as soon as New Line Cinema pops up, you are blasted with techno. They don't even wait. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't even wait. The, the first thing you hear is someone scream Mortal Kombat in your face, and then it goes straight into the hardest techno you'll ever hear. That's dope. And I missed that in this version. I know if, yeah. if but it's funny, because if they would have done it, I'd have been like, that was kind of dumb. But they didn't do it, and I'm like, that was kind of dumb. I yeah. It. So it's kind of one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't moments. And I won't yeah. spoil it. But it comes on at the end. Okay, we can say this. <gasps> the song was released online. It's okay. There is a okay. there is a cover, a techno cover of the theme. Not as good, but they end the movie with it, and it's it, pretty cool. That pumped my 
that bumped my grade up to a B minus because I was like, ooh. Yeah, that was definitely worth it. I'm like, yeah. okay, okay, they finally did it. I but smiled at the end. I was like, hey, thank you. We'll get you, nice. get you pumped for the next one, right? Yeah. <laughs> little, 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 little shine off the tooth. Um, uh, Josh, how about you? Josh, you have any other recommendations you'd uh, recommend listeners pair Mortal Kombat with? Mortal Kombat with? Uh, honestly, I would say watch the original. Like, it just because from what he said and what I've seen, it definitely... It's got more of that camp. It, you know, it's like it doesn't, it obviously does not try to take itself very seriously at all. And you just kind of get the thing you want. Um, as far as watching a movie instead, I don't know very many movies that have tournaments, but I would say watch Kung Fu Hustle. Okay. Ooh, Kung Fu nice. Hustle. That's a good one. It's got lots of good fights. It it's does. got a good story. All the characters are interesting. And the protagonist isn't a fucking uh, wet dish rag. <laughs> but you're smart, though, in saying watch the original Mortal Kombat because I did. I watched. The original Mortal Kombat, just to kind of get my bearings straight, like on what I was, you know, kind of comparing it to and watching the second one, you're like, it's so cool that you can appreciate different aspects of each movie, even though it's the same story, but they're completely different in how they're portrayed. And in both versions, like you kind of dig the costumes, the original one, you're like, okay, they went kind of real video game heavy on the costumes, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it worked like Mm -hmm. in, in, in some aspects you watch like, you know, uh, comic book characters and you're like, okay, you can't really go that far into that costume because yes. it would just seem unrealistic. But in this, like they bridged that gap and like went that direction. You're like, okay, that totally works. That looks yeah. really cool. But in yeah, the new definitely. one, like they went a little, uh, you know, they hearkened back to history with some of the Sub-Zero and Scorpion looks to it. You know, they kind of, I don't mm-hmm. know. That's just the, no, the, the costume work in this one is pretty cool too. Yeah, no, it's definitely very cool. Yeah, I, I, I still think Sub Zero and Scorpion's costumes were the best. I mean, for like, sure. Yeah, Shang Tsung looked cool because he looked like an you know he looked like an emperor or leader in this one. He looked, uh, I don't know, it was good. He didn't look decrepit enough. And I know we keep oh not he, not he, he didn't look decrepit enough. Okay, thing. okay. He looked a little <gasps> little grosser. I uh, I thought I still think again not to keep uh, raining praise on Kung Lao, but uh, yes. I really liked what they did with his hat and his costume. Yes. It just <laughs> I don't know it worked. He he rocked <laughs> it, man. He was the video game character because the video game character just, even just radiated that same energy, man. I mean, I love that character. I know what all yeah. three of us are gonna be for Halloween this year. I'm excited. Okay. We're, yeah, Kung Lao. Oh, yeah, Cole yeah, Young. Yeah. You're gonna be Cole Young. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. You nailed it. Great. Yeah. I actually am gonna recommend uh, that listeners also uh, go out and they watch Warrior, which is one, uh, a, a fighting movie that's grounded in actual reality. It's got a lot of actual <laughs> emotional stakes. Uh, <laughs> if you watch this and you said, "I want this, but like realistic with drama," I watch this, but oh. I want to cry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> while watching it. Um, I also, if you want the, a more comedic take, uh, totally different spin, also featuring a tournament. Uh, a Nine's Tale includes oh, a, an awesome tournament in it. Oh. Yes, and that's a good, it's again. That's a good one. Mortal Kombat is lots of fun. It's it's really funny, but if you want, uh, you know, again, like a, I, I would say just a different type of uh, humor uh, that's not all about blood and gore. And Check in, it out. In her prime, Shannon Sossman. Definitely worth watching. That's such a good pick. Actually, completely. I love that movie. Alex got it for me on Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. I freaking love it. I mean, like it does have a tournament. I wasn't. I was. It's got a tournament. It's got Heath Ledger. It's got Paul Bettany before he yes. was basically, basically before he was Paul Bettany. I mean, yep. Yeah. yeah Solid. Stuff. Ten out of ten. I love that. I'm surprised none of us picked Three Ninjas. Strike back. No one. Strike <laughs> back. No. Do the original. Don't strike back. I haven't. I haven't original. seen it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never seen the original Three Ninjas. No. 
Oh okay. man! Next podcast. <laughs> yeah. hey, we're gonna wrap it up now. Whether well, it's a card kid, uh, it's fine. Listeners, uh, if you have not seen Mortal Kombat and you are very invested in the plot of Mortal Kombat and you don't want to be spoiled, go ahead and tune out now. Otherwise, we are going to continue to treat Cole Young like a punching bag in spoilers. Finish him. Okay, so let's get the elephant out of the room. Cole Young. <laughs> that was the climax, man. He was just a two pump chump, dude. <laughs> Wait, oh, damn it, dude! Now I kind of identify with him. Now I'm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, Shit. but but man, it's it's all about the technique, and it's like if it's two good pumps and it's a nut, you know what? That's fine. But dude, he just like semi chub went in, and I'm just like that gives me hope. Maybe I can be Mortal Kombat. <laughs> YouTube rock can be a Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you can be you can beat Goro. Just oh my god! Because... Can you imagine my fatality now? Guys, we're in the room with Mortal Kombat himself. Uh, here I, he is. I feel like Brock because given what you do. You would pull out some like badass like paintbrush or or something and like draw like a cool thing that would blow someone up. I don't know. I would. I, I'm too. Uh, I have too many kids. I would pull out the worst bad joke. And they, would, they, would, they would just kill themselves. That would be my fatality. They'd be like, "Fuck you." We have too many kids because pulling outside of the question. <laughs> Shooting that buckshot. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Here at the Cinematic Schematic, we have thoughtful conversations on film. Indeed. <laughs> you wouldn't have invited me if you want a thoughtful conversation. <laughs> uh, no, this is, listen, I, I, I am speaking on the level of Mortal Kombat and what it deserves right now. This is the best. This is fantastic. Yeah, dicks of um, masculinity. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> but seriously, guys, Cole Young, he sucks. He sucks. Okay, he only works. Okay, so what I was trying to say earlier is the only reason I understand why they have him, but goddamn, could they have made a lamer character? He is only interesting because Scorpion is his ancestor who's going to come back from hell to fucking kill (laughs) Sub-Zero. That is the sole purpose of Cole in this movie, and that's the only thing that makes him interesting is that his great-great-great-great-whatever-grandfather was super cool and is seeking vengeance and waiting for the moment to strike. Did he only come back from hell because he was like, Fuck. My son is so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> My great great grandson's getting his ass kicked. I gotta yeah. okay, let's go. I mean, oh, hey, if let's step back and think about that. Because if he'd actually, you know, been able to handle Sub Zero, then th- he wouldn't have had to come back from hell. Okay, really fast. At the end, <laughs> he talks to Cole, but he's like in because I watch in captions <laughs> okay. and it says in Japanese, it says it in parentheses to let you know what language they're speaking. Right. And then he talks to Cole and Cole looks at him, and you got Cole in his mind goes, Fuck did he just say? Because Cole doesn't speak Japanese. <laughs> he starts speaking to him just like, oh yeah, you know, you're my son. He just kind of looks at him and he's just like, oh, I'm going to walk over here now and like <laughs> yeah, punch Cole's, this ice some more. Well, yeah, like know. Cole, like, he has like, no clue what the fuck he just said. Yeah. So Scorpion wasted his time, one, coming back from hell. I guess he had to because Cole was getting his ass kicked, but Cole didn't know what he said. He doesn't know that that's my great, great, great granddaddy. He's only interesting because of another character. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, if he, any, he, he's not a character from the video games, like, like the, you had fan fiction. You could write any character you wanted, and you wrote Cold Steel the Hedgehog in your fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like. I just don't. I don't understand. But how badass was it when Scorpion came back and he's like, "I've been waiting an eternity in hell just so I can come back to kill you." Okay, movie. that was a dope ass fight. It was the coolest part of that fight is when Sub Zero stabs, punches Scorpion in the back, pulls out. 
and there's a blood sport that squirts yes. out. And he he freezes it knife. and he's like, fuck yeah. you, and stabs, stabs him with him. his own blood. That's it's amazing. Like, I think Nobody's that's ever done that ever. I think that's a move out of the fucking video game. I think, God, like, I, I swear so. to God, I, don't, just, I, I remember, I'm like, holy shit, that was amazing. I, these guys have played the game. They're like, we're going to play the game. They didn't have the, the graphics news. up to three, I guess, because I yeah. never saw that. They didn't buy the three NVIDIA 3080, you know what I'm saying? I got to say, Brock, I'm not saying you should get back into the games, but I'm saying if you happen to have a console that can play a recent game, they now have a mode in which you can just literally go play the fatalities and they get really freaking brutal with those fatalities so Dude, i have to um, wait for my kids get of age again right now we're basically on mario kart and i'm still scared that's too violent oh those uh those blue turtle mm. shells are pretty scary pretty wild Oof, yeah oh uh, okay okay so okay because okay, so we, we all agree listeners cole sucks cole and sucks. okay listen here's the good well here's the potential silver lining cole sucks but they did tease right before the camera hit the rolled the credits are you getting ahead of it? Are you getting ahead? Is there more to talk about? Go ahead. You know, I'm, I'm just saying. Okay. We're plenty to talk about. Okay, okay. We, we'll get to it. I just, I just want to say. Uh, You're fixing the spoil of the spoil. Well, we're in the spoiler section. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. Is that Johnny Cage is going to show up in the next one. So. I called it. I mean. Like in the very beginning of the movie. I'm like, wait, is that Johnny Cage? And then I'm like, wait, no. Why would they be, why would they be showing him? If Johnny Cage. Be- Kills Cole Young in the opening scene of Mortal Kombat 2. I'll give it an A plus based, <laughs> based on the opening scene. Like he just shows up and kills him. That's the <laughs> beginning of the movie. <laughs> Says, oh, I'll fucking take your mark, kill you. I got the mark. Let's go to the tournament. Silver lining, Johnny Cage is blonde, so they can just switch the actors out. They can just switch them out, and then they can just get a brand new guy in. Mm. Mm. I have seen on the internet people wanting Mike the Miz to be Johnny Cage, which I get it. My ideal casting choice, since they're kind of going washed up Johnny Cage like the last time, Frank Grillo. Dude, Frank Grillo would be perfect. He looks the part, he acts the part, and that motherfucker is a black belt and can do all kinds of fighting. Did you see, hold on, Boss Level. Yeah. Have you seen Boss Level? I have not seen Boss Level yet. Okay. If you need to ever, that should be the pitch right there. Just say, hey guys, I found Johnny Cage. Watch Boss Level. Well, anything Frank Grillo's in, he's fucking fantastic. Oh yeah. He he looks like him. Scene Stiller in Winter Soldier. Scene Stiller in uh, the Purge movies. Like he's fantastic. He's just, he's, he's handsome as hell. He has cool hair. He can fight. And he just has that charisma that just Johnny Cage has that he can carry. He has range. He he would be a fantastic choice as Johnny Cage, and I, I hope they, hope they listen to me because I'm I'm sure James Wan's listening to this podcast. Right now, totally. he totally he totally planned. Listen, a and also, I mean Frank Grillo. That's just that feels like a Mortal Kombat character name anyway. So I almost picked him. It, I seriously, just him as an actor. <laughs> you can actually play as Frank Grillo in the Mortal Kombat games. I mean, he's a black belt. So yeah, no, I I'm totally with you, Brock. Um, okay, okay, okay. So yes. Uh, We've now properly soft pitched our sequel idea, but I mean, like, I don't know, guys. It really does bother me that this movie is a prologue, but they don't make it to the tournament. In fact, I had to like double check. I, I like when it was over, I turned to Lauren. I said, "They never actually got to the tournament, did they?" No, no. This was this was the this was the bad guys trying to stop them before they even showed up to the tournament. Yep. So yeah. there actually is no Mortal Kombat in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I want to see more Sub Zero. So he better come back. Like, oh yeah. If Scorpion can come back from hell, Sub-Zero can come back from hell, I guess. I don't know where he's Other hell. I 
I don't know what to call the main character. I keep forgetting his fucking name. I'm, I'm going to be perfectly real. I keep forgetting his name because Cole? I just do not. Cole. Thank you. I'll just call it Cole, Cole, Cole. I hope his arcana in the next movie is he just gets a personality. <laughs> I, hope that's, I hope that's the real power is the power of friendship gives him because she's going to play Johnny Kid. Johnny, he's an actor. Like he's so high. He's so full of energy and like he's just like he'll be outshined. Like if they make him the main character, like. I mean, Johnny Cage to make well, I've heard. Well, I've heard that they're gonna sort of like the the reason they didn't put Johnny Cage in this one was because Kano was too much of like the similar archetype, which I actually don't agree with that hypothesis. No. Yeah, um, but know. they were both like the big charismatic, you know, uh, jokester type character. He's and Kano was fan, like Kano damn near stole the entire movie. Oh yeah, Definitely anytime he's did. on screen is just. I mean, he's fantastic. He's just an unrelentingly. He was just a juggernaut of a dickhead. Oh yeah, and he just kept going. And There's I like how they played up more of the Black Dragon, you know, Kano, head of the, you know, that cartel, that yep. that gang, like the, that whole thing, like just yeah. showed how just brutal he is as a human being. Which, that but also, cool. I love that he was he was brutal as a human being, which they they called out. But also that mm-hmm. he was terrible at actually fighting any of these people. It was hilarious. Yes. It was yeah. great. The fight scene with him and Liu Kang. That was Liu Kang's shining moment where he faked. The leg sweep, waited for him to jump, and then leg sweeped him. That was very funny. And then yeah. he said, I said, is that the only move you know? And I just thought of button mashing and fucking just spamming <laughs> buttons in Mortal Kombat. I think that's what that was a reference yes. to. I'm glad uh, you picked man, the Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that so I'm just, God, I'm just like, yep, this fucking leg sweep. Why don't you guard low, you fuck? Like, why don't you get good? You know what I mean? Well, no, I mean, it, made it, feel, it really does feel shared, the video games, too. I love that the even Kano getting the, like, he when he beat Reptile, he even did the Kano wins with the heart still yep. beating his hand. They, they, make, they make fun of the K in the Mortal Kombat. Like, who spells it like that? Who named it that? Well, I, they even <laughs> had, like, cool little nods, like, in all the shit she had on her wall in her, like, you know, the red pins and the string going across everything, her little thing, mm-hmm. you know, they had, you could see Nighthawk. You could see, like, references to other characters yeah. that they you know, have research and it's like, whoa, okay, cool. Are they going to pull in that person? Are, gonna, mm. are they going to pull in, you know, Shao Kahn? Are they going to pull in all of these people that like are huge to the game that we haven't seen yet? So that's, what's fun. Like, do you want to see more? Yes. Because my character that I played with as a kid hasn't been in this yet. Ooh. So I want to see this person come in and how they treat that. So, I mean, there's always, do you want to see more? Of course they ended it on a cool note. They didn't go to the tournament. Um, they killed off a lot of the main they did. baddies. And so, but with Shang Tsung saying, he makes reference to them coming back almost, and they like get enveloped in that black smoke. Yeah. And that and that's the thing, Kale, I don't know if you thought about this too going into it, but I'm like, this the whole premise behind this game is that people are like literally murdered and like like sundered. How the fuck are they gonna make a franchise where like they are literally murdering characters permanently? Like in order to have any kind of fatality, like I'm, I'm just curious about what the uh, what's the Mary Sue like? How are they going to pull it out? Where they bring yeah. all the characters back? Yeah, I mean, because I do think you're right, though. I mean, there's no way they're going to let Sub Zero, for example, stay dead. I mean, right. he is like an iconic character. They'll find a way to bring him back. Are they going to bring everyone back, or they just going to bring some of them back? They'll come back when hell freezes over. Oh, maybe no, no. That's part five, Brock. Whenever, oh, whenever hell. See, so they have to they have to send uh, Cole Young down to hell because it's frozen over and they have to fight all the bad guys all over again. Jesus. That's the final movie, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be more common. Hell's frozen. That's, 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 that's literally the name of the movie. Great. Thank I, you it, for that. You and again, I know this is not something that like people who don't really, this is not their cup of tea and I totally respect that. It's not your cup of tea, it's not your cup of tea, but also like, I don't know. I really felt like I was wanting more when it was over. I really, I mean, mm. like, I, I will say while I didn't go to the tournament, it does leave plenty of opportunity for mm. sequels, 
that I'm perfectly fine with. The second it was over, I was like, give me a whole trilogy right now, please. I'll, I'll watch it. Um, for sure. It sounds like I think I heard that Louis Tan, who played Cole, was signed on for five movies. So That's because he can't get any other work. <laughs> <laughs> He's a uh, he can't get any work as a loaf of bread at the grocery store. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look at that gelato of a man! Look at him. Look really at him sitting there. Uh, he works at my son's daycare. He's his uh, wet blanket. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what what would you? Okay, okay so, so serious question. Serious question. Uh, what would you guys like to see in the sequel, or what would you like to see in the next one? Maybe that wasn't present in this one. I got a couple of ideas. Um, but uh, Brock, I'll start with you. Any, anything you'd like to see? I mean, you already mentioned. Your favorite one of your favorite characters hasn't shown up yet. Do tell. Uh, are you speaking of Baraka? Baraka. God, yeah. And so obviously you can see why one of my favorite characters was Baraka because whenever I was in fifth grade, uh, he came out and I wanted sharp teeth and blades on my arms Fucking because uh, you know, arm Baraka blades. was the man. So yeah. um, I do want him to come back because seeing how they treated him in Mortal Kombat Legacy... Yeah. I want a little bit more. It's I didn't weak. like how I didn't like how he was portrayed. I didn't like how he looked. Um, I just feel like he was kind of glossed over. And and it's a great series, and I like the effort, but I don't feel like it was uh, true to Baraka and how he should be. So I hope they do bring back Baraka. I hope they bring back more like kind of Princess Katana stuff, mm-hmm. like that whole thing. Um, I don't know, like the sisterhood with her and. Uh, Melina, like, I don't know, seeing that in Legacy, I was really drawn into kind of their characters and how they were brought up by Shokan. So I don't know. I think there's more stuff that they can bring up. I I just want him to get into the tournament. Yes. The world's at, the Earth realm's at stake. And it's just like, what's going to happen? Like, if if they're going to cheat the entire fucking time, what's the point of the tournament? Exactly. So let's get get down to brass tacks and start whooping ass. That's right. Josh? I want lots more fighting. Uh, Smoke would be a fucking cool character. He was one of my favorite Smoke characters. I was super disappointed in Reptile. He was, yeah, 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 yeah Reptile. Yeah. I mean, I liked, I liked the fight and the outcome, but the fact that they were like, wait, they just killed Reptile like that, and he's also just a fucking like, just just like a lizard. Yeah, he's literally just a lizard. Well, but at like, least he didn't look like a 1995 Windows screensaver. <laughs> That's true. He didn't <laughs> look like the original. Yeah, one, I know, sorry. I know, I know. He didn't. I didn't want he to look great. Like, I didn't want him to look like a copy paste ninja boy. It was just like, oh, he's green, therefore he's a reptile because yeah. like lizards are green. LOL. Like, I just I wanted to look. I don't know if you've seen Mortal Kombat 10's envisioning of reptile, but if you if you look that up, he is just like. They strike the fine balance between he still kind of looks like he still kind of looks like a ninja, but he just looks they just they do so much more with him. Look at that shit. Look okay. how fucking cool that okay. is. Okay, that is pretty cool. Like like he still is a ninja, but he's actually a reptile. Like okay, okay, listeners, you, you can't see this, but you just need to. Go- in fact, I will drop a photo of reptile in the show notes for you. But he looks pretty badass. But he also doesn't look like just a lizard. He doesn't. We're going straight Joe Rogan, where we talk about some shit on screen that y'all can't see. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I know, I know, I know. Hey guys, I just picture this. He's just a lizard, but he's in a ninja suit, and he's on he's on two legs. And just, I don't know, he's just a fucking badass, well, and he's unique, I mean, too. It makes they brought him out whenever you were kind of overloaded on Sub-Zero and Scorpion, and they brought out Reptile, which was a new color and a new kind of whole mix of fighting. And so, yeah, like, no, I I don't feel like he was he was done justice either. I think you're right. And then I would like to see Rain. Yes. Which is a super, uh, super off-color, like, copy-paste ninja man from the originals. Um, but he's just, his powers are so cool, and I'm just curious to see what they would do with him. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone else, really. I think you mentioned Noob Cybot. Mm-hmm. Um, 
hope they bring back Cabal too. I, Cabal I, he, would be cool. he, he had some really, I don't know. He was, he had, he had some not as good as one liners as Kano, but I still thought he brought some like levity to the whole situation. Yeah. And also and his CG wasn't too overwhelming to the point where you're just like, it's very apparent that he has CG attached to him, but it like added flavor to everything he did. I thought that was a really cool touch and it was like, it filled a nice balance between practical and, and CG mm-hmm. stuff. So. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what, I just want to see Raiden do like anything, literally. <laughs> like he's there because he's got to be because he's not in Mortal Kombat without Raiden, but also he doesn't do anything in this movie. And honestly, for that fa- for that matter, like Shang Tsung doesn't really do anything in this movie either. So, I mean. He beats up our our boy, Kung Lao. Kung Kung Lao. Sucks. He sucks. his soul. Oh. Suck. Don't remind me, they killed Kung Lao. He's the funniest character in the movie, probably, other than Kano. Yeah, yeah. that was a bad part for Cabal, though. He's like, this is my favorite part. He's hearing him scream. <laughs> like, that part was kind of, that was like, that was original Mortal Kombat cheesy. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, I could have done without Maybe that cringe. part. Uh, but, the, the, but the actual, <clears throat> like, because the actual soul-sucking part was pretty cool, like how they, the effects. CGI, the effects was really mm-hmm. cool on that. So I, I got down on that. That was pretty cool. Uh, Chameleon, another one that you could bring oh, in there. Yeah, That'd be definitely. a really fun one I'd like to see. Uh, again, the well of Mortal Kombat characters is vast, so I definitely think we have enough cannon fodder for future, future sequels for to, sure. to burn through while also sort of holding on to those mainstay characters. But like, but, like, <laughs> but, like, seriously, let's uh, let's shift away from Cole because he's lame. He's boring. Find, yes. We got to, like, find a – seriously, I don't care if it's Johnny Cage or, or whoever, but, like, find a character that's remotely more interesting. Find even the – most basic of story that we can latch onto and give him some plot momentum, and mm-hmm. we're in good shape. We don't need Cole. I I understand why they used him. I think it works enough because we care about Scorpion and the rivalry with Sub Zero in this movie. But that is not going to carry the whole franchise. Nope. I'm sorry, it is not. So we gotta like we gotta move that attention somewhere else. Definitely, definitely. Uh, you know what else I thought was missing? What? And I don't know, maybe because it would have impeded like the MPAA. Or rate NC seventeen rating, but we didn't get a dude getting their their skull ripped and spine ripped out of a guy's body. That didn't happen. Yep, it was a missing fatality. I mean, they can't use it all in one movie, I guess. But Gore even talked about it. He's just yeah. gonna rip your spine out of your body. But he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it. No, I was waiting for that the whole yep. time. Yep, the coolest. They couldn't even they're just kind of like a cannon fodder character. Like here, fucking rip the skin off. Rip his skull out of his body. Doesn't do it to him. So people we get, get a lot. We get a lot of good stuff though. That's we did. It's nitpick, mean, that's nitpicky. I'm not saying nitpicky. it doesn't hurt. It doesn't take away from the movie, but it's one of those things, you know, when you're like, I sign up for a Mortal Kombat movie. I don't have to have that. It's a nice to have, not a have to have. <laughs> yeah, it's wish list. Uh, and we uh, we got a sequel, so that's more true. fatalities left. Sure, sure, sure. Very true. Uh, okay, I mean, we've I think we, we so we've covered this pretty thoroughly here. I mean, is there anything else you guys want to add related to spoilers about Mortal Kombat before we wrap up the conversation today? Brock, anything we missed? I don't think so. I I just know there's going to be more. Like it's doing well. It's getting good reviews. They're going to bring in more characters. As as you can see, they touch on other characters. There's little Easter egg things that like let you know that they're they're going to bring in more characters. There's the ending where the people covered in smoke and they disappear, and you're like, okay, Sub Zero's got to come back. Prince Goro, he's got to come back. Mm-hmm. So there's a certain like it's just hard to kill off character favorites so soon. So it's just like, how do they bring them back and how do they really let them die where they can't come back? So I don't know. I'm ready for more. There is a plot point in mortal Kombat 10 where everyone comes back as a revenants, mm. which is like a main plot point. And everyone's kind of like purple and like, or they have like red eyes and 
spoiler alert if you haven't beaten the Mortal Kombat 10 story, but um, uh, and Josh, don't don't ruin it for me. Don't want to ruin it for no, you. No, Do you guys care? Yeah. Are you gonna play it? No, I'm not gonna play it. You can ruin it. Uh, Raiden. Raiden becomes a revenant and he just like all of his lightning turns red and his eyes turn red. And basically he gets like resurrected after being murdered by uh, a necromancer character. Mm. Um, so I don't know if they'll incorporate that somehow into the sequel just because it's like it exists and they can just reuse it and just kind of make it work. Um, other than that, man, yeah, I just, I just want more fighting. What's That's weird it. when you look at it though, like <clears throat> if you look at storylines, a lot of characters become revenants. And so I feel like there's a lot of switching of sides. Like there's a lot of people that should be on, Earth realm that are on the outer world, right? Yeah, you know, like Kano should probably be Earth realm. Cabal should probably be Earth realm, but they switch allegiances. So I think there's a lot of switching allegiances. So I don't know if they'll do that in the second film, but it might be yeah. interesting to switch. I don't know, just to kind of play up that actual Earth realm versus outer realm aspect to the I, tournament. I like the allegiance swapping thing. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they, they obviously they, Kano they play, did yeah, bit, Kano yeah. did it a little bit in the movie. I, I think I think if you can if you can really like make that really compelling and some sequels kind of makes you like, Oh, okay. Who's going to be on what side. And then you can also do the whole like uh Marvel, uh, you know, uh, Captain America civil war thing where it's like, Oh, whose side are you on? Yeah. Because if you get characters you actually like, who aren't just like blatantly bad guys, yeah. uh, you know, the other world's uh, side, you can like in actually, fighting and stuff. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah in, totally. in Mortal Kombat legacy. If you look at it, like if you watch the movie, our characters, you're like, how the hell did you win? Yeah, <laughs> if if you look at the arcana of uh, outer realm, those people are like monsters, and then our people are Cole Young, <laughs> and then some other people that you know have some pretty cool powers, but that don't seem to match up. But if you watch Mortal Kombat Legacy, like Cyrax, and I think they had Cyrax in uh, Rain, mm-hmm. like, they, and they're fighting in the show, and you're like, damn, they're fucking badass, and it's just like you would look for a way to visually level the playing field where it doesn't feel like how in the hell, like where it doesn't yeah. feel so unrealistic that like these people would beat these other people. I guess Jax is a badass cause he's got some metal arms, but I mean, it just, yeah, but he doesn't really seem, show up until the second half yeah, of the movie. You it just know? seemed unrealistic that like these, even Raiden's like, this is what I have to work with. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. I would like, I would like to pull in some cooler characters with some cooler, I'll say finger quotes, Arcana powers, uh, whatever they have. And just I, to make it seem a little more. I hope Shao Kahn brings more like organization and yeah. and like this structure to the plot and just the it being centered around the actual tournament. Hopefully, brings that lets them do more creative things with the rest of the story and just how the characters interact. I also love the little the nods to all the stages at the very end of the movie. That kind of like oh yeah the bridge the bridge scene the bridge fight scene and all that good stuff. I'm just like, do you like how they were able to incorporate basically as many stages? Like all right, the beginning it was a warehouse and yes. then they had uh, obviously the old Japanese village the, in, the yep. very, in the prologue uh, and then you get like the um, like the barn fight or whatever mm-hmm. you know whenever Cole's fighting uh, Goro. So yeah, I thought that was really cool. There's still plenty of uh, stages we have. Haven't seen yet, exactly. but, but it was a nice touch. I did like that. And one nice. of the fatalities, I think there was a there's that graffiti on the back wall, and it's actually the button, the buttons to Shut do the up. fatality really? for that particular character. Really, you know? which scene was that? God, I cannot remember. That's I so read cool. It a couple days ago, yeah, I was reading about That's, it. See, and in it's the background, stuff like that. I'm just like the button, it. yeah, it had the button sequence to do the fatality of what they were currently doing in the movie, which I thought was pretty dope. What's also pretty cool, just in general, I would say I. I hope that video game movies start to improve mm. and it's not necessarily about being quote unquote cinema. It's about like being able to recreate what makes the games fun 
in the form of a movie. Yeah, um, So I think like is you know like clearly people who made this movie played the games. Yes, like they understand what it was, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna make like a like a great like incredible story or life changing mm-hmm. movie. But it just it's a fun time, especially for people who who really have the uh, fond memories of the old movies or the games. So I'm really excited to see at least hopefully more video game film adaptations lean into that and really um, really capitalize on it. And Mortal Kombat I think is the latest example of uh, a great video game movie. Is it a great movie? Yeah. Probably not, but it's exactly what we want it to be, right? Yeah. I mean, they obviously could be better, but like it, it gets it gets what we want from it, you know, and it, it delivers really well. And video game movies are getting better. They are. They really are. Like I remember Doom. It was awful. Doom I, was awful. I, guilty pleasure. That movie is trash, but I also really like it. <laughs> yeah. I really like it. It's not good. No, it's, it's not good at all. <laughs> uh, I also like the original Resident Evil. I've seen all the Resident Evils. Um, there is a Resident Evils. It's a really freaking. It's a good movie. You get rid of Resident Evil. It's a good movie. It's like it's a good action movie. But even with Resident Evil, it's still like it's a solid. Like I would watch it again. I'd watch it like next week. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They used to play on Sci Fi Channel when I was growing up all the time <laughs> on repeat. The original Resident Evil watched a bunch. But yeah. All right, guys. Well, hey, this has been a fantastic conversation. It was great to see you guys face to face. I don't know if you guys are on the social medias that you want to share, but is there anything you'd like to leave listeners with about where they can keep up with you and your work or anything like that? Yeah, I uh, I was actually trying to make a SoundCloud frantically prior to the podcast because I completely forgot, but uh, I do have a SoundCloud, and it's J-O-U-N-R-E-A-Y at SoundCloud, and I'll have piano and multi-instrumental stuff up there at some point in my life. I don't know, but just uh, follow me, please. Please. Follow Josh. He's very good at the piano. I can attest he's very good at the piano. Oh, thanks, Caleb. Uh, Brock, anything you'd like to leave listeners with? Uh, no, not at the moment. If you want to look at pictures of me and my kids, you can follow me at Brock Ness monster. That's Brock Ness underscore monster such on a, Instagram. Such a fucking good handle. <laughs> it is. Uh, Brock Monsters A plus. Uh, but I am a designer and I'm working on a website, so I'll have stuff uh, soon for people to come look at. Nothing crazy. You know, I just, I enjoy coming on here and just shooting the shit with you guys and just having fun and just yeah, talking yeah. about movies. Fantastic. Me too. This was a lot of fun, guys. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, Listeners, of course, you can keep up with all of our work at the Cinematropolis over at thecinematropolis.com. You can follow me uh, tweeting about things sometimes on Twitter at cmasterstalk. That's letter C, masterstalk. But yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. We'll catch you again next time.